You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Friends, fans, and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. I am your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us here on the show today. Uh, before we get to the show, which is a great one, um, you need to get on the social media and hit us up there. Hit us up at, on the Twitter at TNWPod, on the old Twitter, uh, on Instagram. We are Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow us there. Uh, links to the bio, uh, links are in the bio. Yeah, the picture comes out every week. Um, pictures all the time of wrestling and wrestling and wrestling. Uh, you might want to join our Facebook group, uh, Talking Wrestling Facebook, or send up uh, Gmail uh, if you have any ideas or if you have any comments towards the show. Uh, send us a Gmail at talkingwrestling at gmail dot com, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, we'd appreciate that. Uh, you give us a, uh, a favorable uh, uh, rating and review, uh, pre- pre- preferably five stars. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm uh, you know, I'm not a general, I'm not an Uber driver, but I do like my five stars. Um, so, a five star uh, rating and a favorable review. We'll send you a postcard from the '80s of an '80s wrestler, uh, preferably of your choice if we have the wrestler available. Now. With that said, uh, this episode is called The Anticipation of Fase. Today is The Anticipation of Fase. Thank you for joining us on the episode today. Very excited to have you. For those of you who don't know, Fozzie has been on tour across Canada, and uh, they've hit uh, so many cities. They started down the East Coast with Three Days Grace on tour with them, hitting uh, towns like Moncton, uh, New Brunswick, Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, up through Quebec City and Montreal. Then, uh, of course, they hit a very special stop, but then they move on to... Uh, where else do they move on to? London, uh, play the music uh, hall there. Uh, the Rock Pile in Toronto, uh, which is uh, tonight, which uh, when you're listening to this would be yesterday. And then they go on to, I believe, Thunder Bay, uh, then out to Winnipeg, Chris Jericho's hometown show, then into Saskatchewan, where they hit Regina and Saskatoon, then uh, I believe Edmonton and Calgary in Alberta, and then off to Vancouver in uh, British Columbia. Um, this tour is, uh, this might be their first full headlining tour, as far as I know. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I gotta tell you, the only show missing is a show in the nation's capital of Canada, Ottawa. Where's that show? Well, it didn't happen in Ottawa. It happened about 40 minutes outside of Ottawa in a small town called Iron Pryor. And what's the significance of Iron Pryor? Well, that's my hometown. When I grew up there, 6,000 people resided there. Now it's grown a little bit more. 
there's about 9,000 people living in the town now. And um, that's great. The town is growing. And, and uh, now there are cool bars in town. And one cool bar is this uh, John Street Pub. And they bring in a lot of great rock and roll acts. And they brought Fozzie in. And uh, what a show it was. Fozzie came in um, with uh, three other bands. And they were all great. And uh, Fozzie put on one hell of a show. Um, I wasn't even going to go until one of my friends, who's on the show later, he said to me, you can't miss Fozzie in your hometown. And he's right. I couldn't. Um, it was so great. I did the VIP meet and greet. I did the concert. And uh, now I'm back in Toronto. And today, I'm going to do it all over again. I'm going to the VIP greet and the uh, concert tonight. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it again. I love rock and roll. And I love Fozzie, and I'm a huge Chris Jericho fan. So uh, it's going to be very exciting. Um, today on the show, I have uh, several uh, guests who were at, at the show, and they give uh, their thoughts about um, about how, what the concert was and how good it was. Not only that, I'll tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you, well, um, I don't have to tell. I, I'm, I can't tell you what's coming up. I should just tell you what's going on. The Fozzie meet and greet. It was uh, something. I didn't even know I was going to go to the Fozzie Measy meet and greet in, uh, in Iron Pryor. I just had tickets to the, to the show. And then uh, the morning of, I decided, well, maybe I will go. Because I really want to meet Chris Jericho. And i really, uh really excited for this show. So um, I didn't know if tickets were the VIP tickets were available the day of. Uh, because usually you got um, something the next day saying... Uh, saying basically this is how the meet and greet works um so i emailed chris jericho's manager and handler uh the legendary jack slade and uh i tweeted at him and asking if you could get uh, vip the day of and he assured me that yes i could uh i went online i got the vip i got the number and uh, then it was off to iron prior for the vip and when we got there, well, they were running a little bit late. Um, the VIP was probably an hour and a half late. But as I understand, they were worried whether they could even do a Fozzie show in a venue that with a stage that small. Um, every other Fozzie concert, you see the backdrop of the big Fozzie logo. They didn't even, that wouldn't even fit on the stage. Um, it's a small venue. I've sold it out doing stand-up twice so i knew jericho would have no problem no problem whatsoever selling it out um it was very very cool to see uh, you know a lot of people there that i knew as well but the meet and greet i knew maybe two or three people at the meet and greet there was only maybe 15 of us and uh it was very simple we got in there they did a five song sound check so it was a mini concert where they we could. They would uh, take requests. Uh, they basically played uh, Judas. Um, they played uh, Drinking with Jesus. Uh, not Judas Drinking with Jesus. Although Judas did drink with Jesus. That was at the Last Supper. Uh, but then Judas betrayed Jesus. Um, uh, but that's not. That's neither here nor there. Um, now, after Drinking with Jesus, they played another song. I believe it was called Stranger. That was okay. One of the fans that requested it got up and sang some of it. That was cool. Um, and then they ended their their uh, checklist, their their che- sound check, with um, with two uh, covers: uh, Judas Priest, Breaking the Law, 
And finally, they said they were going to end it with ACDC, but they didn't. They played Cold Gin by Kiss, and that was fantastic. Um, very, very cool. Very, very cool. And it was a great show and a cool show and uh, a lot of fun. I'll tell you that right now. Also, so right after they got off stage, basically there was like an island table, a table in the middle where Fozzie was on one side and we came down the other side and we got um, an 8 by 10 of Fozzie given to us and we got that autographed by the band. Um, basically, Jack said to keep the line moving and everything. Uh, there was no selfies uh, during the signing so we couldn't take selfies of us with each band member or anything like that but then right after that um was done the autograph we were allowed to get two things signed each um right after that we went to over to the fozzy backdrop that they did have and we got our picture taken with the band and uh, it's pretty cool it was pretty cool so you know that experience that you get to have a time you know a, a meet and greet with the band you get some one-on-one time with y2j uh you got uh, an 8 by 10 and you get to buy the merch be a first at the merch table um it was great and that opportunity cost uh, 150 american or 205 canadian so uh you know i paid my 205 live and uh and i got my job on um, yeah, so all said and done, uh, this great Fozzie episode is, uh, oh, oh, well, before I even get to the great episode, um, you're probably wondering what I said to Chris Jericho. Well, I thanked him for coming to Iron Pryor. Uh, I told him I wasn't even coming to this show, but then they, you know, my friends talked me into it and I can't miss a show in my hometown, even though I'm going to the Toronto show and I'm doing the VIP. And he said, thank you for that. And I, I gave him my card for my podcast, asked him, I would love to have him on. We can talk anything but wrestling if you'd like. Um, same thing with Jack Slade, told him I'd love to have him on. And, uh, and then also I gave him my CD. And I said, oh, here's a couple CDs. If you're on the tour bus, you want to listen to some comedy, I'm a professional comedian, and then I said, but I'm a Canadian comedian, so some of the jokes are Canadian, so Chris, you might have to explain them to everyone, and they got a laugh, uh, they gave me a laugh at that, so that was kind of a cool moment, and um, yeah, that was pretty much the meet and greet, so, you know, the meet and greet was 205 the show was 35 to $40, so we're talking like 240 uh, for the show to go to and then uh, oh I spent uh, $150 in merchandise I bought uh, an autographed uh, Fozzie album because I love album artwork and if I can get an autograph copy and then frame it even better so I got that and then I got um, uh, two Fozzie t-shirts for myself and one Fozzie t-shirt for a friend and that came to 150 so in the end um, I am spending uh, let's see yeah, two, 245, well, yeah, 240, 240, so that's 480, 580, uh, 90, 100, uh, 630, 630 is what I'm, uh, is what this episode costs, folks, but I do it all for you, and I hope you enjoy it. So here we are with Fozzie, and uh, right now, um, with permission from uh, Jack Slade, uh, I'm going to play you one of the songs that they played from the soundcheck. Here's uh, my favorite Fozzie song, 
uh, drinking with Jesus, and I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Hit it. Uh, 
Drinking with Jesus. Uh, that was right from the sound check. Really cool part of that song was uh, at one part I noticed Rich Ward was not on stage playing guitar, and I was like, "Where? Where did the guitars go?" All of a sudden, I feel something at my back, and I look. He's leaning up against my back, and he's playing a goddamn guitar solo. How cool is that, Rich Ward? You are the best. What a great guitarist and uh, an amazing talent. Um, so right now, uh, from episode. 51 you might remember chris cody chris cody famous for asking the undertaker uh how are your wife and kids that chris cody uh he was with me at the show last night and uh here are chris cody's uh, thoughts on how the show went all right folks with me at this time uh no stranger to this show uh you've heard of before uh on his own episode uh chris cody from the ottawa valley more uh, more than the ottawa valley from arn Pryor, ontario uh, i have him on the line right now and uh, last night we were both in arn Pryor and we were rocking out with our cocks out no no cocks were in uh but we were rocking out to none other than fozzy uh chris jericho's uh band of course we all know Chris Jericho is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, he's one of the greatest at all times at everything he does, whether it's podcasting, book writing, wrestling, or uh, being a rock star. Uh, last night, Fozzie was in the small town of Iron Pryor, about an hour outside of uh, um, outside of Ottawa. And How you doing, Iron Pryor? And he was in Iron Pryor. <laughs> so, Chris, when you found out Chris Jericho is coming to Iron Pryor. Uh, what were your what were your thoughts? Well, uh, Casey, thank you very much for having me back on the show. It's great to be back with you, and it was great to see you last night. My initial thoughts were that somebody was pulling my leg. There's no way Chris Jericho would be playing, and his rock band Fozzie would be playing the John Street Pub in Empire. Not that there's anything wrong with the John Street Pub. Not that there's anything wrong with Empire. Just I was just shocked at the the size of the venue and the quality of band that was coming. But uh, kudos to. Uh, Nick Excitus and the team at John Street Pub for pulling, uh, putting together a great show and a heck of a great night. It was crazy that, like, again, when they announced uh, all the tour dates for the Canadian dates, because I've been following, like, Judas is such a good album. Uh, it's, I would like to say it's uh, Fozzie's Hysteria, but I don't want to say that because Hysteria was Def Leppard's best album and they never had one better. So I want to say it's Fozzie's Pyromania because uh, and hope the Hysteria is yet to come. Um, it, this this album is is layered with hits. Like they did a fifteen song set last night, and uh, you know you might he, uh, there was three covers maybe, but um, most of the songs were all theirs and. Uh, a lot of fans know singing the words of their songs. Uh, Fozzie Army definitely showed up in full force last night invading our prior because there were a lot of people I did not recognize in that room. There was a lot of people, and Casey, as you said, there was a lot of people that knew the words to the song. I just kept losing it every time Chris Jericho would say, How you doing, our prior? So many people wanted to hear him say the Ayatollah of rock and roll. And he never did, which was funny because he never really he never referenced anything wrestling until the very end. When yes, he said, we were waiting for it, and he, I wish I would have had my uh, my my cell phone recording when he dropped the, the awesome the best line of the night. And it was, "I'm Pryor. You just you made the list." list. And that the, the best because when he announced that it was Iron Pryor was where they were going every week on his podcast, he would say it, and I would say. 
I can't believe they're coming higher prior. Like, I've sold out the venue myself. Well, my uh, my buddy and world's greatest boss, Trevor Reed, owner of Reed Brothers Motor Sales here in Empire, called GM vehicle since 1954. Um, when he, he had to buy the shirt at the end of the night, he, he was a believer at the end of the night. And I tweeted Chris Jericho today, and anybody feel free to check out uh, uh, Chris Jericho's Twitter page and also check out Fozzie Rock. Um, uh, I tweeted him, and I sent a special message thanking him for coming to Empire. I think Casey, I, you, and uh, our friends at Talking Wrestling, I also tweeted it as well and said, Chris, uh, great show. Uh, I went there last night, um, a Y2J fan, and I left a Fozzie fan. I also tagged Paul Stanley on the uh, tweet as well, the greatest uh, front man of, in rock and roll history, without a shadow of a doubt, and also suggested to Paul that they should grab Chris and Fozzie for the upcoming uh, uh, end-of-the-road uh, tour for KISS. Which will be when is that, Casey? It's going to just wrap up pretty soon. I it think starts it's up. Going to be a it quick starts tour. in January. January thirty first, I believe, is the first show in Vancouver. It's going to be. It'll be over soon, or it'll be extended. What's that? Two, the Kiss concert. Years. The Kiss. The Kiss <laughs> final tour will run at least three years, guaranteed. Like they're not I going away. Put a couple more dates for uh, Toronto and Montreal in August of next year. I think they're that's going a to play there in March this this spring, and then uh, come back in uh, August, I believe. Well, I think that's a great idea that Fozzie should open for Kiss. I think that would be the ideal. Well, uh, Chris responded to me. Did you see Chris's reply? He said, "We are available." <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, he said. Yeah, he said. Thanks for coming. We are available. That nothing would make him like they did the Fozzie did the Kiss Cruise, so there's no doubt in my mind that this could actually happen. And if I saw well, Kiss Fozzie line up. Full- Chris Cody will take full responsibility and full credit if Fozzie is the opening band on the Kiss Farewell Tour. It, it'll, it'll all boil back to the night that they played. They rocked the John Street Pub. Art Pryor, how you doing, people? Oh, that was the bad. And it was so cool because, like, they didn't even have their own Fozzie backdrop because the stage was so small. And uh, <laughs> But yet he's performing in front of a backdrop that's, like, all the posters of all the music that he loves. Like, there's, I've got some pictures of one of the guitarists. He's just standing there playing, looking at the wall. <laughs> I, I would, if you look at the picture I tweeted on Chris Jericho's uh, uh, Twitter feed, you could see his lead guitarist, who was actually exceptionally well. Rich he's Ward, right in the amazing. middle of the song, and, he, and he's staring at the Kiss. He's staring at the Kiss uh, photo, which is awesome. Yeah, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, Chris, what what do you got? What do you got coming up? You uh, give us a. Where can we find you online? Well, I appreciate that, Case. Thanks for the plug. CRC uh, 2015 at Twitter. Chris Goldie uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, just plugging away here in the Valley. Uh, plugging away here at Reed Brothers Motor Sales. Uh, Valley tradition since 1954. Um, serving generations of people all throughout the Valley with great quality GM vehicles, both new and used. And also um, still uh, watching wrestling, still loving the wrestling that's... Uh, it uh, we you had an exciting time I'm sure at the uh, Survivor Series and it was great to catch up with you last night and hear all about it and uh, things will start to pick up hopefully sooner with the Royal Rumble right around the corner they got a couple more pay per views before the Rumble but then we're off to the road to WrestleMania so that would be uh, that would be great can't wait can't wait awesome well uh, I'll let you go and uh, I'm gonna Casey, try to... real quick when I asked you when yeah. you real quick question for you Case uh, when you got talking to Y2J last night. Uh, before the show, did you ask him the uh, how his wife and kids are doing? <laughs> <laughs> if 
folks. This Just like is, I asked the Undertaker many years ago. Like you asked the Undertaker, Undertaker many years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked him. No, I, I did not ask him that because I told you uh, his wife and kids were with him uh, through Halifax, Moncton, Quebec, and Montreal. And then it's like the girls are too hot in Empire. You got to stay home. No, he didn't say that. But. <laughs> you just but, made the list. Yeah, so he just he just uh he just let the kids go. So so I did not ask him. Uh I asked him to do the podcast. I gave him my C D and uh we'll hope for the best and I as I will we see him. You, we, I can hardly wait to see Chris Jericho on your talk and wrestling podcast. That'll be epic. And then you can return the favor and go on his uh on his podcast dare to dream bud dare to dream all right i'm gonna uh try to get hold of trevor but first i gotta call uh dave brardy first and we're gonna get his stories from last night because he was uh thank you, thank, you, thank you very much all right chris cody thanks for talking to us we'll talk to you later have a good one bud thank you crowd's <laughs> <laughs> great chris cody is fantastic funny guy funny guy funny guy um chris cody yeah it was great hanging out with him last night of course when we did the pictures uh i tried to get a selfie with the band and uh and chris is like let me take a selfie with let me get you with the band so he takes a bunch of pictures and then i take one of him and then of course just like the uh undertaker night when we took pictures with steve austin um his picture is fantastic because I took it, and then uh, the three pictures that he took of me with Fozzie, my face is dark and the band is light. I'm like, can't you get any contrast? Come on, this is Stone Cold all over again. Oh, so funny. Um, Chris, thanks for joining us on the show, and, and what a great night. Uh, also, um, I talked to a few other people, and right now, um, let's go to uh, my friend Julie Bame and Julie Bame Reed. She was at the show, and uh, here's what uh, she had to say about the show folks right now i'm with a good friend of mine who was also at the show last night uh julie bame reed is on the line with me right now uh julie um now you're a wrestling fan per se right your your kids are wrestling fans your husband's a wrestling fan and and you're a wrestling fan are you a wrestling fan yep i and, am but you're also a rocker you love your metal right I love my metal. Yeah, yep. I've seen because we've seen each other at Guns N' Roses concerts, and uh, I think we, you know, I know you love Motley Crue, and just we well, we grew up in the same generation, so uh, I think we we have the same musical taste. Now, when you found out Fozzie was coming to town, let alone Chris Jericho, uh, what 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 were your thoughts? My thoughts were, wow, this is cool. Chris Jericho in our tiny little town of Arm Prior. And I don't know much about his music, but I'm definitely going to get tickets for that because I just want to see Chris Jericho. And then I heard that his music's pretty good. Yeah. So, and and, and what, did you, what did you think? His music is good. Um, <laughs> he's not bad. No, I no. No, and you were you were front row for most of the concert. There was a portion yep. of the concert where you weren't front row because you were on stage dancing. <laughs> yes. Now, how did that happen? I don't even know how that happened. I guess the manager pulled the people that were just near the stage, like five of us or something. I don't even know. Just pulled us and said, okay, you guys are going on stage. Act crazy. And that's how it happened. <laughs> and that was and that was uh, so funny because we had this hat and uh, it said uh, make Arn Pryor great again 
not that Iron Prior's Iron Prior's fine the way it is, by the way. But um, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, you're like we, you know, you're yeah. It's like, so there's so there's nothing wrong with Iron Prior. It is a great town as is, but we just thought the the hat was funny, and we tried to get Jericho to wear it. And you even tried to put it on him on stage a couple of times. He didn't. He didn't want any part. He didn't want any part of that hat. You realize well, that? He, yeah. you know, I'm. I'm sure he's very uh, peculiar about his hair. And uh, <laughs> no matter, I don't think that hat wanted to go on anyone. It, you couldn't even fit it on your head. You tried to put it on one of the yeah. guitarist's head. Yeah, it, it, it like the best was at the. At the end, the hat was just there on the mic stand, and Jericho goes to grab mic stand the hat, so he just throws it to the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted anything to do with that hat. So, nobody uh, wants to make Iron Prior great work again. Out like we wanted. Nope. No, no, no. I think it's because it just he might have thought it was a Trump hat, and he's like, "I'm not wearing a Trump hat," you know, <laughs> like. Yep. Because uh, you know, we forget that even though he's Canadian, he's also American. Um, yeah, right. did, did you have a favorite song last night or anything that happened that was uh, special besides the songs that you were on stage dancing to? <laughs> uh, is it Judas? Is that a song? Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I liked that one. I liked that one. It was so funny because uh, uh, I went with uh, your husband Trevor to the merch stand, and uh, he was he was, he wanted he wanted a shirt with Iron Pryor on the back. And uh, he goes, he goes. I don't know about that shirt. He goes, I don't, I don't want a shirt with a with a dildo on it. And the girl at the merch tag goes, it's a knife. <laughs> oh, oh. He's like, oh, I oh. tried to get that shirt signed. What's that? I tried to get that shirt signed. Oh, oh yeah, hard, and, but yeah, no, they weren't having any of it. No, I think they were pretty much uh, back on the bus and uh, out of yeah, the town as soon as possible. So mm-hmm. that's crazy. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to hear, uh, you know, what you thought of the concert, and uh, and yeah, you thought it was great. I had a blast, and I had a blast with you and uh, and everybody else that was from Iron Prior that I knew that was there, because, uh, like I said uh, to the other people, there wasn't a whole lot of Iron Prior people there. It was no. pretty much everybody from, you know, there were I know there were guys that were in Montreal the night before. And they came to the concert, and uh, people from Pembroke drove down, and people from all over. But uh, you know, a great night for an empire. You know, having two hundred thirty extra people in the town, so that bumped us up yep. to five hundred. And uh, you know, imagine if the people thought five hundred was the population of the town. So <laughs> the population is about ten thousand, I do believe. So um you know but what a great night and uh yeah thanks for coming on the show and just telling us uh how you got on stage and you now you had a few uh uh drinky poos in you there uh do you remember what you said to jack slade at the end of the night yeah i think i said uh what is your name jack jack the slayer or something you said like that? you called him jack slayer and he's like <laughs> slade close enough and you know, and then you said, "Who are you slaying tonight, Jack?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, I forget that part, but yeah. Oh, uh, fuck! I, it was funny. No doubt, I said that. Yeah, yeah, it was very yeah. funny, and uh, and very entertaining night. Thanks, uh, thanks for calling us on the on the show there, Julie. And uh, we'll yeah, talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Casey. No okay. problem. No problem. We'll, we'll see talk you soon. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks, Julie. Thanks for joining us on the show, and thanks for. Uh, 
you know, being a part of the show, it was crazy when you were up there on stage dancing. I couldn't believe it. It's just like, I, I thought you were going to the washroom and then all of a sudden you show up on stage. Absolutely hilarious. Um, what a fun night was it. Uh, I wasn't drinking with Jesus most of the night. I was drinking with Julie and uh, <laughs> fucked up and I'm drinking with Julie. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show. Not only that, people, another guest has joined us on the show previously. Uh, you may remember uh, my buddy Sean LeBron, and uh, he was in an episode of Talking Wrestling previously. Um, I do believe it is episode um, 54 that he joined us on. I said Chris Cody was episode 51. I might have been mistaken. I don't think he was episode 51. He was episode, oh, issue 22 was Chris Cody. You want to hear Chris Cody? You just heard him there. You want to hear him a little bit more? Well, you didn't hear him there. You heard Julie there. But you, you heard Chris Cody earlier in this episode. And if you want to hear Chris Cody again, uh, go back to issue 22 from November 30th of last year. It is fantastic. So now we're going to um, Sean LeBron, a good buddy of mine, who is in episode um, episode 54. And uh, Sean LeBron, he was the guy who actually talked me into going to the show. Um, so, Sean, thank you very much for that. And uh, let's go to Sean LeBron right now and hear what his thoughts on the show are. Uh, with me at this time now, a uh, good buddy of mine and no stranger to the show, uh, Sean LeBron is on the show right now. Uh, Sean, how are you doing? How are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm tired, Case. Super tired, man. Yeah, these these uh, late night concerts. Uh, the older we get, the more the more recovery time we need. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was off today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you. Well, you're. I wouldn't even have came to this show if it wasn't for you talking me into it. Uh, I remember you just. So said, are you happy you did though? Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like yeah. I had to come home early from LA to do to to go to this show. You're like, you're like, you were like, why are you not going? I'm like, I'm going to be in LA, and you're like, you can't miss a Fozzy concert in your hometown. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like fuck. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I've sold at the venue myself. Fozzie's not going to have a problem. It's going to be packed, <laughs> you know. And as I'm watching him on stage last night, I'm thinking, fuck. It's so much better watching him on stage than people with an IM on stage. I'm having more fun <laughs> watching him than I'd have more fun performing. You know, like oh, it's just such it, a good it show. Was so fun. I was. It was great. <laughs> so when you heard uh, Fozzie was coming to town, um, what was your reaction? I thought it was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was super stoked, and I thought, "Geez, uh, tickets can't last long, so we got to jump on it." Yeah, I was. I was very and, lucky. Uh, to get my ticket to the very end, I actually had to call uh, Poppy Excitus, uh, who is <laughs> the sister of the owner, and I, I said, "Is there any way that you can put a ticket aside for for me?" And uh, you know what? I did. called Jimmy. I called Jimmy, the brother of Poppy, to call him from. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I got Jimmy. Jimmy held the mom up and uh, me and me and the guys that I went with. Yeah, you were trying to get an opening spot. 
No, <laughs> I needed him to hold the ticket. Oh, I, I thought you said I, I called Jimmy to see if I could open for him. I'm like, what are you talking no, about? I said hold, hold tickets. Hold oh, to hold the it. tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, to hold the tickets, of course. And those tickets are much better yeah. than what everybody else had, you know, with the the papers. Like, this is an actual ticket stub with the band's picture on it. It looks cool. And yeah. yeah. As a ticket stub collector, uh, I thought it was just cool having that ticket over what everybody else had. So now, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, you brought your wife to the concert. You guys had a great time. Uh, what were the highlights for you of the show? Uh, uh, I think the coolest part was when they were doing uh, Start a War and they brought out that, what was that? Um, the fog machine gun. Yeah, some sort of f- machine that just shoots out uh, dry ice smoke. <laughs> dry or ice, or, yeah. Or, yeah, it was that was fun. A little spot like that with 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 that, I'm sure they couldn't use so many of of their their props, their their explosions, their whatever. But he had that out, and I, I thought that was really cool, really really cool. Yeah, because they definitely had to scale down their show <laughs> because the venue is so small. It's not really small. It's a nice size venue, but there might have been 230 people there last night as opposed to Yeah, but what, what when they, they played Montreal the night before, what was it? Like 4 grand. Maybe 4,000 in Montreal or something like that. Yeah. And and yeah. and thousands of people each of the shows on the Canadian tour so far. But mind you, that was with they were touring under 3 days grace. This is the first yeah. show that they're the headliner. And yeah. a fifteen song set playing past hits and singles off their past albums and all the hits off the current album. And uh I just thought Honest to God, man, that set list that set list was crazy last night. It was good. It, it was every every song that has a video or every song that became big they played. Like they even played enemy and stuff from, from old school, right? Yeah. Enemies an old uh, Mike McDonald song. Uh, I believe they, they they referenced that last night, uh, as well as they played covers. Yeah. They also played TNT, which was fantastic. Um, they also played and SOS. SOS. They only play covers that have uh, that that are only letters for the titles. <laughs> yeah, they like yeah, it's like I'm surprised they didn't play the DOA. Criteria, right? They should have played DOA by Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. It's like SOS followed by TNT and DOA. <laughs> and that would be that would be great. So, uh, not much yeah, talking in between songs, though. Like, uh, you know, just the typical rock star stuff. Not till the end, right? Not till the end when he uh, told the town that we just made he the list. To get out of there. What's that? <laughs> he might have wanted <laughs> to get out of there. He you wanted know? to get out of there. He's like, yeah, we it get was it. hot as hell. I wanted to get it out of there, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare leave. But holy man! Yeah, I was soaked. I was soaked in sweat, uh, I pretty was much. Soaked too, and then walked out and froze. Yeah, <laughs> very cold. Very cold. Uh, you know, but it was. I, I got into my car. I heated it up for a little bit. Started driving. Reached into the back seat. Grabbed a slice of Jim's pizza that was left over from my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> hit the spot, and uh, you know, got home nice and safe, and got myself in. I got home about midnight, and uh, you know, ready to, had to get on yeah, the train today well, to come back. Oh, 
So, but uh, what yeah, a show. That's not bad. You got home around midnight. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And in the, in the shitty that weather conditions good. as well. So, but yeah. um, my review of the show is it was fucking great. It was fun. We, well, how close were we? We were, we were, there was no barricade. We were up against the stage. We could touch. Yeah. We could touch the Duke. We could have touched the Duke. He was right there the whole, it was awesome. Yeah, we were, you know, like, we were pretty much there on the stage the whole time. Like, I remember one guy tried to come through and pass me, and he was like, dude, let me through. And I said, bud, there's nowhere to go. You're at the front. I'm like, my leg is up against the stage. And then he's like, come on, man, let me through. I'm like, there's nowhere to go. And then two minutes later, he's on stage. And I was like, fuck, uh, I guess I guess there was I guess I was wrong. There was somewhere where he could go. <laughs> yeah, but that was the same guy. There's always the one guy that's not at the concert. That's the guy who was a knob at the concert. Oh yeah, and so he was a total knob he's at the, the one concert. That started all the scuffles. He was he was he's touching everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh cruising for a bruising, as my mom would would say. Uh, <laughs> you know. And that bruising was going to come to him by a man by the name of Joel Stack. (laughs) 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 And I owe Joel's listening because that was awesome. I was like, I look back and fucking, I see like old school Joel (laughs) that I refer to him as. He was in the right though. He was in the right this time. Yeah, yeah, he was in the right. It was totally in the right, which is yeah. And <laughs> those guys good. had to good, go. Good job, Stubby. <laughs> fucking Stubby. Yeah. Uh, what a good time. But yeah, that's my review. That show fucking was great. It was awesome. Um, it'll never happen again. No. There's no way to. But but you know what? We were there. It was so fun. Yeah. It was uh, a lot of fun, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you were there, and I'm glad your wife was there. Did your wife have a good time? She had a great time in, her, in, her, in her Alpha Club shirt. See, were you not impressed? I was. I love that she was wearing the Alpha Club shirt. It was fucking she wore fantastic. the Alpha Club, and I wore the cleaner shirt. So we were we were we were yin and yang, right? Representing Winnipeg in the fullest effect. <laughs> I was representing his enemy. Oh, well, I'll just say, Jericho, when he came to my hometown, he was fucking awesome. So if you're in Winnipeg, just wait how we, how great he's going to be when he gets to your hometown, which is his hometown. Yeah. So. Exactly. Uh, what was your favorite song of the night? Uh, probably. Jesus. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's. Uh, I, I've been I've been listening to Fox, well since since the announcement. I've been listening over and over again, and every every couple of days I got a new one stuck in my head. So when they like start a war, that that guitar line gets stuck in my head. I, yeah. I loved it when it's when it started. You know, like um, sandpaper at the end. Yeah. I love that song too. But, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Like like I say, they're they. Catch me tomorrow and it'll be different. Oh, fuck. That's, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Like, for me, um, Cold, they played Cold Gin in the, uh, 
in the soundtrack, VIP. and that was my favorite yeah. song of the night. But other than that, maybe uh, Drinking with Jesus. I absolutely love that song. Fuck, it's a good song. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Yeah, just a great time all around. It was high energy. Like, he didn't play down. It was high energy. All around. What? I got what? What? Like that, what, sure. what? Why are you switching the topic to Coco Beware and Owen Hart? <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is a wrestling podcast. I forgot. <laughs> well, you're talking high energy. That's that cookie we wear in Owen, Owen Hart. I got, I, I got your joke. <laughs> awesome. Hey, uh, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for uh, coming on the show again. And uh, there's no doubt in my number in my mind that this show's numbers are going to go through the roof because uh, because you're on it. So appreciate the call. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, and you know what? I'm going to go listen to my podcast. You give yourself a couple clips that and you did pass together Ken. two times so I could be above Ken Shamrock. Ken I Shamrock, that's right. All right. You, uh, put the knock, <laughs> you put the knockout to Ken Shamrock and you pass him on the fucking numbers board. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have uh, a good one. It was fun last night. It was good seeing you. Great seeing you, too. Thanks for calling in. Talk to you later. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Sean LeBron always cracks me up great guy thanks for coming on giving your review sean we appreciate you uh being on the show yeah fantastic time uh there were so many great uh songs that were um that were played uh it was a 15 song set list the songs that were played uh judas obviously was the first song uh followed by um uh, drinking with jesus uh they played all their current hits that are off of the judas album they played uh painless they played uh well here's basically the set list that they played last night so uh or they played in iron prior and then they're going to play the, probably the same set list oh oh this is a little bit different so they played uh they played judas drinking with jesus one crazed anarchist and bones burn me out painless spider in my mouth elevator do you want to start uh, SOS, lights go out, um, when lights go out, uh, right now, um, I am with, uh, a friend of mine, I've known him pretty much all my life, our families have been linked together, uh, through a, a great car dealership called Reed Brothers, he is the owner of Reed Brothers, uh, they've been in Armprior for 60 years, over, yeah, 60 years, yeah, over yeah, actually. Over 60 years, uh, pillar of the community um, and a great dealership, a great place to buy a car. Trevor Reed, you were at the show, the Fozzie show. Uh, what were your thoughts when you heard Fozzie was coming to town? Well, at first, uh, it was a rumor that I heard that they were coming, and I didn't believe it because, honestly, why would Fozzie, or more specifically Chris Jericho, come to Little uh little town of prayer but then uh, we know some people that work at john street and confirmed it that they were coming so i was uh, i was pretty pumped things like that don't happen in our prayer too often no they don't uh you know and uh unless you know they were when we were kids they used to have always salute to the ottawa valley and they brought in canadian country stars but never uh you know never chris jericho like i think the most popular wrestler to ever 
entertain an arm prior was Jimmy Superfly Snooker, but he was coked up at the time. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think he remembers being here. If well, he's dead. No, now, maybe but. not. No, maybe he, uh, he he slapped around a few ladies while he was here too. Maybe who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and he toured with a guy called. Uh, he wrestled a guy at the Civic Center by the name of the Metal Maniac. And let me tell you, uh, Monday night in arm prior, there were two hundred and thirty Metal Maniacs crammed into the John Street Pub, and. Uh, uh, it was For a great sure. show. Uh, you were right on the aisle when Jericho took to the stage. Uh, tell us what that was like. Yeah, it was, well, was kind of drawn out. Like, I specifically picked my spot because I wanted to be there. I wanted to be close to the bar at one, and I wanted to be there when he walked by. So uh, I stuck there and hung it out, and then they drew it all out. They took forever to set up that stage, I found. And when he finally went down, I thought he was pure business. Like, he was head down. Like, there wasn't... Uh, I'm sure he didn't feel at risk or he felt safe or anything, but uh, it would have been nothing for somebody who wanted to jump him, could have easily taken him down on that walk well, to, yeah, this to the isn't, stage. But, uh, yeah, this isn't wrestling in Mexico. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. it's no holds barred. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. No, but it was pretty cool. He he walked down, head, head down, uh, going right to the stage and uh, no, I was right beside him. It was pretty cool. Uh, and what did you what did you think of the show? Uh, it, it was awesome. Like I'd never heard Fozzie before. I went there because I'm a big wrestling fan, and I thought it'd be cool to see Jericho and Iron Prayer. And uh, I thought it was really good. Actually, I went uh, to the gym yesterday. I always got the tunes blast, and I had Fozzie on the set list. Like I, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I, one thing I found interesting, though, I don't know if you found the same, but uh, all the Y2J chants, he didn't seem into that at all. Like it seemed like he wanted nothing to do with it, making it about him. There's a guy in the crowd with a wrestling belt holding it up. I don't even think he looked at the guy the whole time. Like he just he wanted to distance himself from that big time. And once everyone, I think the crowd clued into that. And by the end, everyone was chanting Fozzie. And he was all about that. He was up there saluting everyone, drinking it all in. And uh, once you cheered Fozzie, he was good for it. But the Y2J, he didn't seem to want nothing to do with that. Well, that's the thing is like he it's his job to convert a bunch of Y2J fans into Fozzie fans. And I think yeah, he, sure. he succeeded. He like This is their fifth album. And he's been slowly break. Like I wasn't a fan till the last album, and the last album had like three or four songs I liked, and then this album has just been stellar. Um, so, so I've been a, only a Fozzy fan for the last two albums. But you know, that's yeah. the guy will never quit until he wins everybody over. Yeah, I listened. Like I said, I had them on the. Uh uh, when I was at the gym, and I agree, the first couple I had it on shuffle. First couple albums, and there's one or two songs, but the last one, there's like three or four uh, songs that are pretty good. The and the one that hit me the most is uh, Judas, I guess the title track. He had the crowd right into that. I didn't even know the words, but it's it's pretty catchy, and the chorus is pretty easy to pick up on. So he, he had even like. I, I knew the words by the time the song was over, and it's it's a pretty good tune. Yeah, it uh, it was a pretty good tune. You got a shirt? You got a shirt out of it? Did you get that? shirt? Yeah, I got a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got the same yeah. shirt. That's awesome, and uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, so it was great. So you thought it was a great show as well. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. Yeah, I left uh, again. I went there thinking, well, I'll see Jericho. Maybe I'll slip out and and uh, be be home early. But no, I stayed for the whole thing. I really enjoyed it. What did and, you? Uh, <laughs> now, what did you think when your wife ended up on stage? How did what, what happened there? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So she has a, 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 a 
unbelievable uh, ability to, to get herself into situations situations like that. So I wasn't overly surprised because I've seen similar things before. But uh, yeah, she got asked up on stage because she was front row center. So I'm not a uh, I'm not a real take pictures guy or video, but I had to video that she's up there jumping around with Jericho. I thought, Man, I got to get this on camera. When she was done too, I don't know if she told you, but uh, she said I, I was she was right behind him. Eh? She's like I was gonna grab his ass, but I figured immediately she would have been kicked out if she tried that. So she kept it she kept it clean and just kept uh, bounced around. But uh, yeah, no, that's wild. There's my wife. I even showed my kids when I got home because they're uh, wrestling fans. Oh and, yeah, uh, they obviously know who Jericho is. So I'm like, hey, there's your mom on stage with Chris. Jericho. And totally Check cool. Totally cool. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, before awesome. before I let you go, uh, we, we were discussing a little bit about War Games. Uh, what was your favorite match yeah. at War Games? Yeah, I, I watched, uh, I didn't see the main event, I apologize, so all of the War Games match, so I watched a lot of it, and the uh, I really liked the uh, Velveteen Dream, and uh, who did he fight for? I don't, uh, it was I don't Velveteen Dream against uh, against Chompa, uh, 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 the, the champion. The yeah, yeah, champion. no, that was a good match. And the uh, the Gargano, um, who did Gargano Black. fight? That was a, yeah, that was a really good one too. Those two in particular were good. Like I, uh, I don't follow WWE as much as I did before, but I try to watch the NXT uh, takeovers all the time because I just I just find they're very entertaining. Like the wrestling is really good, and it's, even when I don't know the characters as much as as uh, most people watching the show, they they put on a fantastic show. They lay it all out there. It's just uh, it's pretty cool, and all the uh, false finishes in the Gargano match too. Like it, it oh. just was uh, it was pretty cool. It was so good. I was there live for all of it, and uh, and it was there wasn't one bad match uh, in the whole card even you know and i don't mean to say even the girls but you know the girls kicked it off super strong with a two out of three falls Shayna brazler and uh, carrie sane uh, what a card but you uh if you have the time take the time to watch that cage match it's long but it's fantastic yeah i will for sure i still got it on tape so i'll check that out for sure awesome awesome thanks for joining us on the show trev and uh, I'll, I'll see you next time i'm in town yeah, thanks, Casey. Have a good one. Talk to All you right. later. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye. That was uh, Trevor Reed from Reed Brothers in Iron Prior, Ontario, uh, selling cars for over uh, over 65 years in Ottawa Valley tradition, uh, pillar of the community of Iron Prior, and uh, nothing but great people over there at Reed Brothers. You, you would think... Uh, are they a sponsor of the show? Nope, not a sponsor of the show, but my dad worked for Reed Brothers for over 45 years, I believe, and, uh, you know, uh, I didn't pay for anything as a child, so somebody had to be selling all those cars at Reed's to put all that, all the clothing on my back. I was, I grew fast as a kid. Uh, thanks, Trevor, for coming on the show. Coming up next, I got uh, Dave Berardi, who is head of security uh, at, the, at the John Street Pub, um, and so uh, let's just kick it off to dave uh we'll take it away here we go folks at this time on talking wrestling uh i am now with uh i guess it's fair to say head of security at the saint at the i always want to say the saint john pub but that would be uh down the street at the catholic church uh this is the john <laughs> street pub uh, where fozzy was there last night and uh, a good friend of mine dave brardy was uh the was the head of security as he always is whenever i go there uh always good to see big dave and uh so dave what was okay what was yesterday like because you were there pretty much all day correct 
Yes, I got there at about 2 p.m. and I didn't leave till about 2 a.m. Now, so. now there were rumors I heard um, that they were going to move the show at one point to the Brass Monkey, or they were thinking about that, and then they decided to keep it in Empire. Was there any truth to that? Um, I think there was just a, that was a little bit of a stretch. Uh, just you know, the rumor mill runs wild. Um, at first, their sound guy Sam. Uh, had a little bit of difficulty because he didn't think that our place had enough power to hold a foggy show. But after some reassurance and some uh, moving around and a little bit of extra assistance from uh, Rick Ward, guitar player of Fozzie, yeah. uh, he took a look at the stage, took a look at the specs, and said, hey, man, we're just going to downgrade a little bit, and we're good. Let's do this. So, um, yeah, there's not that much, no. We'll scrap that. <laughs> but that, that, but that's cool. Like, uh, and Rich Ward, what a uh, what a talented player and just such a beast on the guitar. Uh, so good. Like last night, uh, it was near towards the end of the show. He had a really long guitar solo followed by another guitar solo, and it was just amazing. Not only that, he, he you know his backing vocals, and he took the lead vocals on a couple songs too. Um, just such an amazing talent. And now, when you um, now this bands like Fozzy, you uh, some of the bands that have come to uh, the John Street Pub, you know, in the past, from the top of my head that I know of, Anvil has played there uh, a couple times at least, yeah. at least twice, yeah. right? Um, yeah. You know, Canadian, a lot of Canadian artists and legends like uh, Sass Jordan has played there. Uh, Sloan is playing there Friday night. Uh, maritime yeah. band that well now located in toronto that are you know they still sell out every venue that they play pretty much um you've also had biff naked uh as well uh as well as you know a lot of you know like there's no real metal band in ottawa because there's not really a metal scene it's more on the quebec side but if you don't want to go to the quebec side and i think you want to stay on the ontario side uh, John Street Pub is probably where you're going to find your good dose of metal. Would you say that's correct? No, I, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the metal scene is, is flourishing. I find in the past couple of years, um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of young and hungry bands that are coming out of it. Um, and a lot of the older bands that may have been around in the 80s or 90s uh, that might have called it quits are actually coming back. They're reconvening and saying, let's get back together. I think the best example would be... Uh, our buddies in this band called Infrared, uh, who were back around in the 80s, um, they split up and then they got back together uh, just a few years ago. And they're one of the biggest bands in the scene in Ottawa right now. They're, uh, they open up a Flotsam and Jetsam with us. Uh, shameless plug. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's we, we love our metal and we want to try to bring that to our town because... I mean, Empire is known as, you know, and I don't mean to knock anybody, but it's, it's known as a country kind of town, but we really do want to put the rock and the metal on the map. And uh, so far, I think we're, we're hitting it on the nose with bands like Flotsam and Jetsam, Anvil, Razor, and just last night, Fozzie. So. Now, when you, okay, so how did, how did the booking come about? Like, how did Nick get uh, Fozzie to come to Empire? Like, how did, how did this all come about? So this know? came about, I, I had, uh, I always had my ear to the scene and, and I'm looking around on, on social media all the time just to see if there's anything that's 
kind of passing through the area, Montreal, Toronto, London, anything like that, and just see if they have any other dates that might be able to be routed possibly uh, to this area. So I noticed that Fozzie was going to be coming through Montreal uh, with Three Days Grace opening up for them, and they also had battles on a limited run with Three Days Grace and those guys as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I sent Nick, Nick Exitus, the, uh, the owner of the pub, um, I sent him a message and I just said, it, it may be more realistic to get bad wolves, um, but we should also send a message and see if we can get foggy too. Like you never know, right? You never um, know. Yeah. You really never know. And within just a few days, uh, I went and double checked what was going on with Nick and he said, Oh, I've sent the deposit, man. Like foggy is happening. Like, and I was like, Holy crap. So, I expected Bad Wolves to maybe be a little bit more of a realistic thing, but it turned out Fozzie ended up being right uh, confirmed right away. It was it was really it was almost surreal. I almost didn't believe it at first, just because you know I'm a I'm a wrestling fan, I'm a Chris Jericho fan, yeah, and I'm a Rich Ward fan too from his stuff with Stuck Mojo. So yeah, it was it was kind of mind blowing just to realize like like this is happening, you know. So. Yeah, it was, and and you know what? Like, I've been wait. Like, Judas is such a solid album, and yeah. I've, I've already said that in the last interview. And uh, I really wanted to see them on this tour, and and so I've been following. Like, I listen to the Jericho podcast, so I'm, I know where Fozzie's playing every week. But when they announced the Canadian dates, you know, uh, and they said Iron Prior. I almost shit my pants. Like I could not. <laughs> like I was like, what? Yeah. Like I, 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 I had to like put my finger and rewind it. I'm like, they did they just? And I could not believe. And I, and he would he would like. And then in upcoming episodes after that, he would actually explain that Arm Priors just outside of Ottawa, and uh, the John Street Pub, and it was the first one to sell out, which was fantastic. I don't know if any of the other shows sold out, but you know there was probably. Uh, two thirty at least in there last night. Two hundred and thirty jam packed metal fans, and yep, uh, yep. on a great Monday night of rock, and everybody's not home watching Raw. <laughs> we're, exactly. Yeah. We're why we're, we're partying with Chris Jericho, and you know, and just like so. How was it like handling him? Do you, did you get any experiences with uh, with Chris uh, or or the band I, at all? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, there was a lot of things that I had to do uh, personally for the band. I was kind of, I was Chris Jericho's right-hand man. I was the band's right-hand man, and I was helping a lot with uh, with Jack Slade. Uh, for those people that may not know, um, he's the son of Chris Slade. Drummer from, of ACDC. Uh, drummer of ACDC, yes. So it was pretty surreal to be talking to him, and I was just taking everything that he was telling me uh, just, like, right to heart because, you know, he's, had a, he's his dad's manager as well. So... Helping him out, helping the band out, and everything—it was—it was really just like I'm, you know, I was, I was taking it all in. It was almost like, you know, again, it was a real experience. He said uh, right before the VIP started, he said, "I need somebody to go to the hotel and pick Chris up." And I'm like, "Okay, I got it." So here I am waiting in the lobby, and Chris Jericho comes walking out, and just like a quick, quick story. There were these construction workers that were uh, in town for work, and they were checking in at the hotel. And about a minute later, as they're trying to check in, and I'm waiting there, Chris Jericho walks up, and I shake his hand and I say, "Nice to meet you. My car is just out here." And I'm waiting on my side, and I see it on my peripherals that those construction workers are are standing there with their jaws like almost to the floor, 
they couldn't believe that Chris Jericho just walked by him. And that's all he's thinking, like, what's that guy doing with Chris Jericho? Like, what's going on? Right? Yeah. So there's that. So I was in shuttle uh, throughout the night, bringing him back and forth to the hotel um, and back and forth to the bus as well. And, we, um, and let me just stop you and I say, when, when he says the hotel, folks, this is Ironprior. There's only one hotel. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> Chris Jericho's not staying in one of the three motels that we have. He's staying in the hotel, you know? So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so that's uh, funny. So, so yeah, you were saying. So, um, and after after Chris gets off stage, uh, we walk him right over to the bus. Um, once everybody cleared out of the event, stuff like that, too, I ended up being the runner back and forth so the guys could go to the hotel and take a shower. So, yeah. At one point, I got Rich Ward in the front seat of my car and uh, their other guitar player. I always forget his name. I'm so sorry. I think it's is Chuck. It is it Billy or Chuck? Or is it Chuck I or Billy? Remember. I don't I'm know. So <laughs> it sounds like a tag I team. I know Chuck Billy is the singer of Testament. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so so they were sweethearted guys too. Got to chatting with them, brought them back and forth, and then we had Frank and Randy uh, in the car as well. Um, and then the last guy to come back and forth again was Chris. And the whole time I had actually a kiss um, on the, on playing on my uh, on my radio. So uh, Chris and I actually knew about a little bit of, of we had some conversations about kiss and uh, how a mutual friend of ours, Todd Kearns, uh, another Canadian fellow uh, singer of Age of Electric, and he plays for Slash's band. Uh, also was in Bruce Kulick's band this summer over the uh, the Kiss cruise. Oh, cool. And they did a whole medley of uh, the Carnival of Souls album. Wow. For any Kiss nerd, it's just like really, really surreal. So Chris and I kind of geeked out on uh, on uh, Carnival of Souls, and we chatted about, you know, everything from, you know, the fact that I have a newborn daughter to uh, yeah. how his cruise went. And then before I dropped him off, I gave him a last-minute congratulations uh, because he's going to be opening up for Iron Maiden next summer. So I said, that must be incredible for you. Yeah, yeah. So he was really appreciative of that too. That I, uh, that I'm, you know, I kind of follow follow the news and what he's up to and what the band's up to. And uh, we shook hands at the end of the night, and it was it was the great culmination to a, a great night. Wasn't that was that like one of your best days at work ever? Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm still kind of <laughs> like I'm still kind of like you know taking it all in. Like holy crap! Like I was like helping out Fozzie, Chris Jericho. Because he's someone that I do look up to, because um, he just he kind of does it all, right? He, he like, does everything, actor, and he does it all well. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he, and he's incredible, and it's like I almost want—I forgot to say it, but like, how do you do it all? How do you find the time to do your podcast, your your shows, your wrestling? Like, I remember um, he did a wrestling gig, flew, and then did a Fozzie gig all on the same day. Well, there was the, um, yeah, the all the night of all in. Yeah, he, all in. Yeah, he showed up it. and uh, he said nobody knew it was him. They talked about it on his podcast, but I'll tell you, uh, I knew he was going to show up at All In. And when Pentagon uh, emerged and I looked at him, I looked at his arm and I was like, that's Chris Jericho. Because I could tell yeah. by his arm right away because his arm tats. So yeah. I was sitting at home watching it on TV. 
And I was jumping up and down because I'm such a huge mark for Chris Jericho. And I was a little nervous about, uh, nervous talking to him last night, but uh, I think it'll be better. Iron Prior was a good rehearsal for tomorrow night when I see him in Toronto. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, man, what a great show last night. So good. And oh, stellar, um, stellar. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was great seeing you. And uh, do you have any anything you want to plug or Twitter or anything you want to plug on the show? Well, if anybody's interested and they're ever out here, uh, we're just outside of Ottawa, John Street Pub. You can find us on uh, all the socials, uh, Instagram. We have an Instagram account. You can follow us on Facebook. We do have a Twitter, and that's basically linked up to our Facebook, so it kind of ties all in together. We did have a YouTube thing going, but uh, it's so time-consuming to try to edit videos and stuff. Um, totally. You can find old videos of us on there and stuff that people have tagged as well. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty of video of the Foggy Nights uh, with all the openers as well, who are incredible. And uh, if you want to take a look at uh, anything like that, just uh, find us on the socials. You'll find us somewhere. So. All right, that's John Street Pub. Uh, just Google it, find out where they are, and uh, check all that stuff out. Uh, Dave, thanks for protecting the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla and, uh, and the band, and uh, thanks for doing such a great job and breaking up that fight right behind me last night. And uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen a Joel Stack fight, I'll tell you that. High school, maybe. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Old Stacker. <laughs> but, uh, but what a great time last night, and in such a great venue in the best town in the world thanks for coming on the show and talking about it appreciate it oh man thanks for having me it was an absolute pleasure we'll talk to you later dave have a good one you too all right thanks. bye now thanks dave brardy thank you very kindly for coming on and sharing that story with us wow that's crazy and great idea to strike up a chris con a kiss conversation with chris jericho i almost said a chris conversation with kiss jericho that doesn't make any sense uh that set list i was trying to get to you earlier here it is i have it for me right now and uh, judas drinking with jesus one crazy anarchist sin and bones burn me out painless spider in the mouth elevator do you want to start a war sos Chris Jericho said will be the next uh, single out lights go out wolves at bay enemy and then uh, a fantastic cover of TNT and ending it with sandpaper but folks um, speaking of ending it that is today's episode I hope you enjoyed today's episode the anticipation of Fozzie I gotta go to the second Fozzie concert in Toronto that I'm going to right now so we got to shut this down. Thank you uh, for joining us on Talking Wrestling. Thank you for letting us put a headlocker in your ears. And thanks to everybody that came on the show and did and did interviews. Uh, Sean, Trevor, Julie, Chris, and Dave. Thank you, Aaron Pryor, for hosting such a great night. Dane John Pub, shout out to you. Thank you, Chris Jericho, and for Fozzie for being a part of this episode. And thank you for Jack Slade for being so kind uh, and allowing me to uh, use the music for this episode, as long as we're not profiting of it. So, And we are not profiting of it. Uh, so we're going to end this show on probably one of the best songs of the night. Uh, an ACDC cover, uh, which Jack Slade, uh, his father is Chris Slade, in case you didn't know that, but I'm sure you did. So we're going to end that. Uh, we're going to end this episode, and we're going to go out on TNT. Thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears, and uh, you guys have one hell of a day, because I'm going to have one rocking night. We'll see you again real soon. I'm out of here.
Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.